Welcome, everyone. Today is going to be an epic day. Epic. Epic. Why? Lots of reasons, but number one, it's the first day of fall. Yes. We're kicking off the harvest. This is Flashpoint TV. My name's Austin. Next to me is my beautiful co-host, Miss Mandy Robinson. Mandy, how are you today? I'm awesome today. Thank you for asking. It's great to be here. And I loved how you said it's the first day of fall because I always think of the first day of fall as falling into magic. I actually put a post up about it earlier on today. Falling into, falling magic. into magic. Letting go and falling into magic. And yes, harvest. Harvest. Reaping it's what a we season do. of harvest. Yes. It is something to be very, very grateful for because it's not just the harvest of the food. I always love the harvest in the colors of the leaves and the, the forests. And we're, we're reaping everything good from what's grown all through the summer. And if you are joining us, you are in the right place. Yes. I want this to spark your breakthrough story. The stories you're going to hear today are deep, mm -hmm. heart. They're going to touch your heart and they're going to inspire you. And I want this to inspire your breakthrough story today. As we move into the new season, it's a great time to mm. be thinking about a new season in your life. Just set the intention right now as we launch this show. I am excited to get into the show. Mandy, are you ready to launch today's show? I'm almost ready. You just struck something in me. It was a quote I found here by Shinwa Akabe. It's about integrity, which is, which is perfect with the fall season. One of the truest tests of integrity is a blunt refusal to be compromised. The seasons bluntly refuse to be compromised. Yes. I had to pull out the bell early. And that's what our integrity is about. Never a blunt refusal to, to compromise. A blunt refusal to compromise. Come on, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's, let's get fired up. The seasons let's are changing. I want to reach you. I yeah. can't grab you, but I, I can use my energy to reach you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our little ritual, and we're going to start with the hourglass, and I'm going to let you take that one for today. Yeah. This is The Power of Pure Presence, which is our other show every Sunday at 10 a.m. This is about dialing into the moment. This is about stepping out of the judgmental mind into the moment to receive something new. The parade of thoughts you had yesterday are probably parading through your mind today. The only way something new can get in is if you just dial into this very moment. And we use this hourglass as a symbol. We use it to dial into the moment because we can't get to the future moment. A lot of us worry about the future moment or we're trying to get to that grain of sand and we're missing life like I did, hyper-focused on the future. Live life fully now. You might be thinking about the past in an obsessive manner, but I got to share a story, Mandy. Sure. This happened to me today. I was with, uh, I won't get into the whole story, but my, my good friend, Mr. Yossi Schwartz, I met him this morning for coffee. He's a chess enthusiast. I call him a chess expert. He wants to teach me chess. Okay, have to meet him. Have to meet him. And he said to me, we were talking about this. 
and I was reflecting on the past for a moment. And he looked at me and he said, you found your path. Oh, sweet. And I said, you know what? You have. He, he's like, that just hit me. It yeah. doesn't matter how much I say or I think I know. It's what people he touched say. me in, this, in that moment this morning. And it's a great segue for our first guest, Mr. Dave Chemensky. Because, yeah. and for you, the listener, I want you to honor your path to this point. I want you to honor it. And this next phase for this very show, don't take it lightly. There's a man coming on who's going to help you find that path as you move forward. So I want you to dial into this today. And as we talk about with the hourglass, it's pouring through and we can just watch it pour and we can dial into the moment, but we can also set an intention. I can also tilt the hourglass and I can have an influence on where that sand is going. And I want that show to be that conscious awareness of the present moment and then set a new empowering intention that's going to help you find your path. Because in that present moment is where life actually, in reality, unfolds. Not in the future, not in the past, but in the present moment. Okay, so let's turn now to Thomas Edison Lightbulb. And just before, I'm, I'm going to segue into this. There's a British proverb that says, when your will is ready, your feet are light. So when we have a strong will, a strong desire, and we're ready to take the action, then the light comes in. And this is where Rumi seconded this. He said, the wound is where the light enters you. So anyone listening here today, maybe it's the wound of feeling unsuccessful. And yet it's within the pain and the struggle that the light enters. And this segues into Edison's light bulb because he said, I did not fail. I just found thousands of different ways that didn't work. So his wound as per Rumi was in the pain and the struggle of all these thousands of different ways that didn't seem to be reaching the light bulb, but they were just ways that didn't work. And when the light came, that's when it happened. And you actually picked that light bulb up at Menlo Park, which is where it originated. And it's, it's fortitude. It to me, it represents fortitude because we could just be on the brink of that breakthrough story when we give yeah. But that's when the light comes in. And that's the strength behind the story of Thomas Edison. Yeah. And every, and if we, we talked about this before, but mm. every time you walk into the room and you flip the light on, if you just remember to keep going, keep going like Thomas Edison did, you keep going. And Mandy, I want you to, I want you to say that other quote again, because I really love that when yes. there was an old proverb, you said, when you find your will or your purpose, your step or light. It's a British proverb. The will is ready, your feet are light. So if your desire, your will is strong enough and it's ready to move, you take action. Your feet become the light to the success. I love that quote. Perhaps yeah. that's what somebody needed to hear yeah. today. Only for British. <laughs> okay, are we ready to move on to the final part of the Yes. Yeah. What is so, it? Hold on. What is it? 
What is it? Yeah, what is it? I re believe it has a beautiful ring. Yes. <laughs> Bring out the Liberty Bell. Woo! And we'll talk about the Liberty Bell. This has significance today. Yeah. So Mandy, remind me to share about that. I'm going to be on a program later today. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. My first time on Philadelphia Radio is happening Woo! today. It's exciting. <laughs> okay. There's the Liberty Bell. These are colossal moments. These are wow moments, moments that stand out or anything that the viewer, anybody on here finds outstanding that, you know, it sparked something that you want to share with us. Put bell, type the word bell in the chat room. And when that, when, when Maestro sees it, when Austin sees it, he will ring that Liberty Bell to highlight. And we appreciate the fact that you are here joining us. This show is about you, the viewer, not us, the presenters. And we are here to help you with your breakthrough story. So pop it in the chat. The, the bell emojis work too. The bell yeah, emojis work bell too. emojis work too. Love there it. you go. Insights, yes. aha moments, or you just want to hear the bell. Or you just want to hear the bell. Okay, bell. <laughs> I think I think we've reached a crescendo here because I'm so excited right now to bring on our guests. Do you want to go first or shall I? I'm feeling like we can both do this today. I'm going to start it off. Okay, go for it. Uh, I met Dave at the mm -hmm. Ultimate Speaker Competition through Christoph J. Weinman, and he's just got this cool, passionate, heart-centered energy. And as I learned about him, he's going to be in our documentary. Yes. We had him on the summit. And I, I, as I'm hearing him speak about, he's going to talk about his breakthrough story and finding his path, but he'll talk about his passion to help you find your path. Mm -hmm. And he was, he did a TEDx talk. He, he's, I always say, like when I talk about it, I say he's a guy from Long Island, New York, who spreads peace and love with a baseball bat. Yes. Yes. That's so. so and the other thing I love about it, the bat, you're going to learn what the bat represents. Mm. That's the key. What does the bat represent to Dave? And yeah. how does this relate to you? So, Mandy, uh, I'm going to bring Dave on here. Uh, and then I'll, as I bring him on, then I'll let you share if you have a couple words to share. Oh, absolutely. Let's bring on Dave right now. Dave, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for bringing him on. And I realize my shirt ties uh, into your hourglasses, same color of the sand, the teal sand. Yep. Oh my gosh, it's almost identical. <laughs> That's got to mean something. That's it. it um, it's all about the universe aligning. Welcome to the show, Dave. Such a pleasure to meet you again. Can't wait to meet you in person at Flashpoint 4.0. And I actually loved reading through your story. And what stood out to me immediately was the fact that you have a phoenix mind. And we're going to let you get into that. But and, and the other stuff that Austin talked about. But I took three things away from all the research I did on you. Learn from experiences. Gain teachings. And create a better path through resiliency. One hundred percent. That that sums me up. All right, I'm I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave. Um, I, honestly, <laughs> in prep for this, I told Dave, like Dave, I want to know your story. I want to know the moment, like the tough moment where you had this, 
you know, where you realize like something was going on. Yeah. So for me, uh, you know, uh, through life, we've had a lot of tough moments, but the, 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 the flashpoint moment has got to be the moment when I was in the process of trying to kill myself. I, 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 I for a couple of hours, I, I really had an active plan. I was in the active plan. Uh, and obviously it did not uh, work success successfully, but I had heard a voice that said, it's not your time and you need to talk about it. You need to teach others. And I had already been teaching others. I knew the right resources to use, though I wasn't always using them for myself. Now I make sure, you know, it's like a, a lot of us might have a gym membership. I use this story a lot. We might have a gym membership, but we don't go to the gym. Now, so in my life now, I know I need to go to the gym all the time. Not only the gym for physical, but the gym for me for mental and, and to make sure my went my mental balance is, is always on track. And that's the most important part. We don't always take care of ourselves. You know, like the old saying that when we get on a plane, put your air mask on before you help somebody else. And the reason why is because if you pass out, you then can't help out somebody. And that's really one of the things that people don't realize. They're like, oh no, no, I need to help somebody first. And that's what I was doing a lot of. I was I was assisting people and not taking care of myself as I was managing a lot of things. And life just gets too heavy uh, at times. And I think that's a pitfall that a lot of us fall into. And I know I've been guilty of that over the years. So I can completely relate. And I'm sure there's a lot of viewers on here that can relate the same. How did that? How did that turn around for you? Where was the moment that you? realized that you weren't taking care of yourself and it, it had got to change and and what was it that changed yeah i i, I hadn't realized it right so i'm, I'm like <laughs> much like the rest of us i got this you know we, we we say that to ourselves you know no matter what you're going through somebody might be going through it worse but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be taking care of yourself so i'd gone through a lot of personal stuff going on and i was still taking care of everybody doing all the work with clients and things like that and then the world just crashed down on me. Uh, everything got a little too heavy. And when I looked at the what I thought was my path, uh, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out. Uh, you know, everybody could be better off without me. Uh, and, and that was really what I, what I felt at that time. I was very comfortable in that position. I wasn't sad. I, wasn't, I was really in that place where I was pretty comfortable. In fact, that place... I wrote 50 letters to people who I cared about telling them why I needed to do this and that I love them. It wasn't a, Oh, you don't love me situation. It was a personal decision. And uh, none of those people have ever seen those letters because since, uh, you know, when I was in, when I was going through the process, I was prepared to being, that's it. It's over. Right. And uh, when I heard this voice about, it's not your time. And uh, thank you. Uh, Mr. Ness, uh, Miss, Miss Ness, uh, I hear you. And um, I just, you know, I was like, okay, you knew what to do. Put yourself in. So I went back into therapy. You know, I did all the right things plus all the resources I knew. Uh, yeah. And people were like, how did you come up, so, come out so quickly? If you know the right resources, you're able to use the resources. And that was a determination. I, I always go, I, I used to have a nickname growing up. Uh, as a kid, it was Kid Ego. It was a song by Extreme. Some people might not uh, know the song, but it was about Kid Ego. It was about living in your ego self. 
And what I now say is when I tried to kill myself, I killed my ego. I still have an ego. Don't get me wrong, but I don't live in that world anymore where I really have that piece of where I'm living in my ego. I really now am exactly who I thought I was, is the servant leader that I just want to show people how to get past it because I've been there. You know, oh. of- I, I just want to jump in, Dave, because uh, what, what I was thinking about, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about this moment where you, we, we call this a pain point in, in Flashpoint world, where you've made this decision, you, you're thinking like, this is it. And then you had a, you had a turning point that not everybody gets. You heard a voice. And this voice spoke to you. What did you do? Like, what, what did it stop you in your tracks? Was it a gradual thing? And then what were the action steps? You mentioned going to therapy, but I'm just curious, like uh, during that turning point, there's a resolute decision. And, and, and we say every cell in the body starts to shift in a new direction. So I'm just curious if you could just dig a little deeper there, because the reason why I'm asking is because there's people that may not hear a voice. Yeah, no, and, and, and the first thing I want to talk about is that, statistically speaking, 89% of people who try to hurt themselves do not, are not successful. So that means more people out there are unsuccessful for trying, and then they hide, right? You're in shame. You're already going through a challenge. And for me, so to answer your question, Austin, I heard the voice, and then uh, I had tried a few different things. It wasn't like a a one-shot deal. Um, And at some point, then I came back to myself. I was like, okay, this isn't working. You're not good at this, Um, you know, where I can laugh about it now. But what do you do? I literally called my therapist. I was like, look, I need to talk to you. I'm not in any danger any longer. I was, you know, a couple hours ago, and... For the past, it was like a 36-hour period of time where I actively tried to do this. Mm-hmm. But after that, I was like, okay, now I'm in a different mindset that I need to keep moving and moving forward. And that was, how do I do that? Uh, I don't know how to move forward. And I used a lot of resources that um, I needed. You know, we, we learn who our resources are, the resources that work for us and the resources that work less for us. You know, sometimes we've been doing something for so long and we don't realize um, what works and what doesn't. And that's where having those extra people in your life, those extra resources as well, uh, help you find your path along the way. I think there's also a really important perspective here at the point where you said, I was comfortable in trying to commit suicide. Yeah, that's wow. I have spoken with and dealt with multiple people that have been suicidal. And I've never once in my history heard anyone say that they felt comfortable in trying to commit suicide. Usually they're so spent out and they're panicked and they're freaked out and they can't see a way out and they just want the pain to end. But you were comfortable And I picked up from that that you were comfortable because you were enabled to write those letters, not from a place of pain, but from a place of love. And now I've got goosebumps all over me because in a place of love, 
that's when you heard the voice that took you away from that decision to try suicide. I think that is so important. That is so you know the the so right after the the, the period is um somebody i i'd gone into one of the resources i i built into is uh, my acupuncturist and oh, she, wow. the first question she asked me was do you love yourself mm. and i paused for a very long time mm. at that time you know I, it, it means no the answer would, would be no and um i can honestly say now i do love myself and i know why i would not do those things again um and we love you too, and we want everyone here right now to send you tons of love because we're so grateful, so grateful. The world give Dave some love today, and also in the chat, if you relate, you know, maybe you didn't go that far, but if you can relate to being in that moment, maybe you're in one of those moments now. Mm-hmm. And this is why I, I'm, I am so excited. I'm going to have my book coming out. I write about this uh, to give people more perspective. But I want you to, if you feel the love right now, um. I love how you show up, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle. Uh, and I wish, I, I bet you miss you'll be able to, yeah, Yahinas. Yahinas. I, I want to learn how to pronounce that. That's a beautiful, it sounds like a beautiful name. Miss Ness. I like the way Dave said Miss Ness. I, I didn't want to disrespect. And uh, definitely have been there before. So we've been there before. And I think the one thing that I'm, that's coming through for me right now as I'm listening to Dave is that we need to have more transparency and mm-hmm. courage to talk about this like we're talking about it now, because people that come into those situations, they feel alone, they feel isolated, they typically isolate, they yeah. built a story in the head. And before we transition here, there's that story, and I can't think of the gentleman's name, maybe Dave knows the name, but there's the guy who jumped off of the Golden Gate Bridge. Anybody know this story? He jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. This is a true story. Yeah. He survived. Yeah. Here's what he said. The very moment. Yeah. That he was going to. Microsecond. The moment he stepped off the bridge, he regretted it. It wasn't. It was an instant. And I think Dana put that in here. Uh, Let me just grab this share. Statistically, I've heard that the majority of people that attempted suicide and weren't successful actually regretted it at that very moment. Moment. That's right. And on on the reverse of that, those that do succeed usually succeed. This hasn't been my experience. We've had three suicides here in Coburg, and they've all been youth recently. They've done it because the pain was so bad and they did it, shall we say, in secret. So they intention, their intention was to carry it through. But that's a minority compared to all those who try it and are unsuccessful because they, don't re- they just want to find a way out. They don't really want to die and nobody wants to die, right? Yeah. So we're going to transition here. But Dave, I just want to share a couple things. You know, where do you want to reach the, the listener, that person? And also, I want to let people know you're going to be speaking at the Flashpoint live event and you're going to be in our documentary. So people are going to be able to learn more about you, learn more about your story, learn about what you do to reach people. But if you could just give us a little commercial, a little quick uh, tidbit now, that would be amazing. And peace, yes, love. 
people in the back. Oh yeah, we got we got the bat. We got to get the yep, baseball yep. bat. Yeah, <laughs> we'll bring out the bat. Um, okay, so so going that line, um, it's a it's a podcast. So peace, love, and bring a bat that we keep talking about is all about uh, the, my podcast. I bring on guests, motivational people, motivational stories, people with spiritual backgrounds, resources that people could use. So mm -hmm. it's not all about me. But the, the podcast, and you can find it on all of the hosting sites that uh, there are, Apple, all, all that stuff. You can talk to me, and I'll give anybody 20 minutes of my time, no charge, no anything. Go to my website, wow. davidchemetsky.com, and just connect with me. I'm on social media, so let's just connect because, and again, this is not about you know being uh, your coach or anything like that, though I can do that. This is all about... And I, one story I wanted to just share. You yes. mentioned about my uh, TEDx. I did a do with TEDx uh, two years uh, two years ago about be, there's a phoenix within each one of us. Yes. And it was about talking about my suicide attempt and uh, we re, where we rise from our ashes. Where I'm going with this is I had nine people reach out to me who I never knew who just needed to talk, and I did. Not, you know, I had nothing to do with anything. So if you're ever in a place you need somebody to talk to, yes. reach out. And that's really the most important thing. If, if that's the only message that gets across today is reach out. There's always resources and figuring out what needs to get done. And uh, just don't. Uh, again, through my life, once I once my attempt uh, several years ago, like I said, my life has blown up in a great way. Your life can turn around. Give yourself that, that chance and that opportunity. That is, is awesome. Um, Beautiful. You know, and I think that um, one of the things that you're saying is to, to reach out to somebody. So what I want to, if this is touching you, the way that Dave can reach out to people is if you share it with one person. That's right. Like if you share this with one person, that can make a difference. And you can reach out to Dave. There's his website. You can grab a hold of that. So, Dave, thank you so much for sharing thank this. You. I want you to stay on here. We're going to bring on our next guest. So, wow. Th this, all right. Let, Mandy, I'm going to turn it over to you. Oh, powerful. But before Dave just disappears, I, I feel that the other quote that came to mind was the Stephen King quote. He said, he said this, remember, hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. You, my friend, give hope to people that connect with you. So you. reach out to Dave. Because there you go. Thank you. Michelle just said that. You made a difference to me. There you, there you go. Okay, so now we have the great pleasure of introducing our second guest. And I'm already grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> Micheline Monique. One of, a, one of a kind who has this fighter's pledge. I have a voice in the world and I deserve to be heard. I have an obligation to fight for all those around me. But most importantly, I have an obligation to fight for myself. She has a criminal justice degree. She has two sons. She's an international Toastmaster like myself. Woohoo! I'm so excited to speak with her. 
She is a verbal de-escalation trainer. I've not heard that title, but I know what it means, and that is very powerful. Chicago-born, her mother passed away, but before she did, she always said that Micheline had a voice and it was okay to use it. So after her mother's death, she saw that people were hurting in the world and made the decision that they cannot strengthen their minds if their hearts are still in pain. And hence came the podcast, The Silent Fight, where she discusses real life situations, finding inspiration, resources, courage and support. Everyone on here today, help us give a very, very loud, warm welcome to Micheline Money. And I just want to say, for my, Mandy pretty much covered it, but I just want to say, the smile oh, says everything. Welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you feeling today? I am amazing. How are you? You look, ama you look amazing. You, you radiate amazingness. Yes. Thank you. So uh, I also want to give a shout out to Dana Banks for connecting because this is our first really formal meeting yes. and Dana connected this and made this happen. So there's a lot of exciting things in the work. Stay tuned. Yes. But before we, before we talk about your story, you were in the green room and are you meeting Dave for the first time? Yes. So Wait. this is real time. What are you thinking and feeling about what you heard with Dave? You are the reason why I do what I do. Um, <laughs> you're the reason I do what I do. And the name of my podcast, funny enough, I was thinking about rebranding. I was thinking about rebranding, you know, um, because someone told me, they said, well, you know, people don't want to say the silent fight, but it has meaning, right? Well, don't rebrand, please don't rebrand. It's you you were fighting something that no one knew that you were fighting. You had to write those 50 letters just mm -hmm. to give people a look into who you are, who you were. And just like Mandy said, the wound, the light comes in through the wound. And I worked in a psychiatric facility for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And that's when I figured out my purpose, because I, I'm not going to lie. I used to think that people were just playing when they said that they were really hurting and they couldn't get over it. And I was like, why just get over it? You can't, you, you can't, you need the support. You need the support. And that's what my platform is all about. The silent fight, giving people a voice because so many people want to say things that they can't say. So I want to be that space where it's safe so that you can have a voice. You will have resources. And you will feel comfortable. Thank you. No, and, and you're amazing. I mean, we, we met. I can't wait to hear more of your story and all, all the stories. And uh, we'll talk offline about um, your podcast. And definitely don't brand it. Because that's sort of that message that I received was you need to go out there and tell people. You need to say it's okay. Most people, like I said, might be embarrassed. But uh, I take the strength. And that's why I've used that flashpoint to really lift myself and be like, look what I've done since that point. Look, look where I've gone. Look what I've done. Yeah. Uh, bucket list things uh, during a, a pandemic, you know, like really, you know, we have to kind of sometimes walk up that mountain, walk up that path and look back and then see how far we've come. 
it's a different view when you want to live. That's right. It, it's a different view when yep. you want to live. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. So and we're going to go ahead, Mandy. No, I would say I, I just I just want to interject this because I'm relating to, to, to both of you, especially Dave. I myself had reached a point where I was so physically being beaten on the floor. I didn't want to die, but I looked up and said, I can't I can't do this anymore. It's not going to end help me deal with the pain otherwise i want it to end and the voice came to me saying not today mandy not today wow, wow. you know that would be a good show theme in the future to bring people on who who heard a voice yes it would be a whole show in and of itself right a whole summit really mm -hmm. oh, wow that just came through um yes what we're going to do stay with us uh, i want you to share this with folks I'm going to pause here just for a little commercial. We're having an event October 7th, 8th, and 9th in Philadelphia. Yes, we are. Actually, the October 7th is, is booked because that's the VIP, the Rocky experience. And we have something brewing on this call, which is in the works that involves Missy here. But we'll, we'll, we'll hold on to that. This event is going to be a rocket ship. It, it, it's going to be a, well... It's going to be a, a heart-centered deep dive that is going to set you up to spark your breakthrough. It's in the city of Philadelphia, the, ci the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection is what we call it. And it's the really the epic center of the Rocky, Rocky story, you know. So we're going to be there that weekend, and you have an opportunity to join us. There's an opportunity for you to be here. We have a free virtual ticket, which I'm going to share that. You can do it free virtually from the comfort of your home, or you can get a VIP virtual, or you can get an in-person ticket. Why am I sharing this? Because Dave is going to be there speaking. Missy, is it official? Yes, I'll be there. You'll be there. There you go. So all the way from Chi-Town, Chicago, you're going to be here in Philadelphia. Yeah. Bring that bell. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So this that's is really exciting. I'm excited. Yes. So that's a brief little commercial if there's any. Dave, I'm going to ask you to hang around in the green room if possible. I want to bring you back on. And I want to dive into Missy's story. Mm -hmm. So Missy, Missy. There was something else that I picked up from, from looking over your, your bio and everything and the extra stuff. This If I hate anything, it's wasted time. Whew. That's what I took from everything that I read about you into your podcasts and everything. If I hate anything, it's wasted time. Now, I know the opposite of this and all the connotations in the opposite, but I also do not use that word. I'm only using it here, referencing you, but I do not use that word because of all the terrible connotations that it carries. Where does that phrase come from? And why do you consider that word wasted time if you hate anything? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you, said it. you did say it. it I did. Often. I did. That is, I say, I say it often because um, 
we know that we are here on borrowed time. Mm -hmm. We know that we're here on borrowed time. And unfortunately for so many people, they hear it all the time, but they have not really accepted what that means until something happens and they, they have the chance to say, I wish I could have done something else. I wish I would have done this. I didn't know I didn't have enough time, but yet we're taught since children that the one thing that we are certain of is that we are going to die. We do not know the day, the time, the hour, right? True. And um, being a single mother, I'm very, very busy. I have my hand in so many things in order to provide this life for my children. And in my, my downtime, that is dedicated to my family. And so um, I'm just as close, if not closer, with my siblings as a 38 year old woman as I was when we were little children. And so every moment that we can spend together, it is magical for us. And so when you when you do things that are pointless, you know, in my mind, I'm saying like I could have been with my niece, I could have been with my nephew, I could have been with my sister. And so I'm very, very particular about my time. Okay, so you, you treasure your time, which is absolutely, because we only have this present moment, nothing guaranteed in the future. But I want, I want you to speak to the word hate. What's the opposite of that in your life, which made you say, I hate anything because it wastes, it's a waste of time? The opposite of hate yeah. is pure bliss and love. There you go. There you go. It is, and that's why... I, I got chills when you said that because you know that you don't see hate coming from me. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to ring the bell on that one. I'm just going to jump in. And also when, when, when we hate something or someone, it's not the something or the someone that is affected. It's ourselves because we are taking on the terrible connotations and it affects our energy and our cells store it and we become dissatisfied, disgruntled. It, it injures us on every level. And the opposite is love and pure bliss. Now, go goosebumps because you got the answer. Well, you with that smile. There you go. Yeah, and I got to share something here. I'm going to share something here because I want to get in your story. But I, I obviously I do look at your profile and I got to tell you, I said this to Dana. I noticed a countenance change in you when I looked at your older, fo older photos and your current photos. Okay. Like I see this, this blossoming, like the flower was always there and now it's, it's just blossoming. Is that right? That is absolutely right. Wow. That is absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I was taking bullet points as to things that I wanted to talk about. Right. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I was going to say was this has always been me. I'm just on a journey of learning to articulate who I am and articulate my message. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh my God. So good. So we, we do have, we do have limited time. So I want to get to your story because I could talk to you like this all day, the next couple hours, but I want the audience to kind of get the genesis of, of, because I, oh my God, I'm just thinking about this, this deep dive that you had to go through through. And one of the things Mandy knows we, we highlight in our community 
is embracing, you know, having the courage to just, mm, just embrace it and, and, and forget what society thinks it should be. And I know that's where you came from. And I know that's why you're, you're blossoming now. Are you yeah. willing to share a little bit about your story and that moment that you had? Okay. So the moment that I had, first of all, I'm from the North side of Chicago, Rogers park, born and raised. Okay. Born in 1983. So I'm 38. And um, my mother just always showed me something different. Long story short. My mother is who you guys see back there, Francine Neal. She's always shown me something different. And so in a world where there was always so much hate, even around in my family, not in the family, but the things that the family dealt with on the outside, if that makes sense, in their own personal lives. My mother always sheltered us with so much love. And she also let us be courageous. You understand? Yes. My mother just loved on us so gracefully that when we walked outside the doors that we saw the sun shining. Yes. We saw the sun shining. Most people that grew up where we grew up from, their smile was dimmed a long time ago because when they went outside, their vision was rain. They didn't see the sun shining. You know what I'm saying? I just want to pause and give them. I want to give a moment for your mother, if we could, just a, just a moment. Because I, I feel you and I, I feel without your mother's love, like you being here now today. See, when I, when I interview somebody, I'm not just thinking about today. Even though I don't know you that well, I'm thinking about the ocean of things, the thousands of things. Your mother's love, because without it, you wouldn't be here. Right. And that, that's legacy. And that transcends even what we're doing here today. And it's powerful. So I congratulate you for listening to the cues and for showing up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're the flower on the cactus that only blooms once every 500 years. Thank you. Wow. Well, I, I, I don't, there should be a different bell for that. And all I have is this one. So. Oh my God. I can't wait to hug you. I, I want can't to hug you. <laughs> Thank that you. That was beautiful, Mandy. It only blooms once every 500 years. And when it blooms, it's only for a matter of a few days. And it's the most spectacular vision of transformation and beauty in a, in a desert that is parched and the storm that other people see that you mentioned, right? But you don't see the storm. You see the sun shining. The desert doesn't see the parched, arid, harsh conditions. It sees the beautiful bloom for a few days. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> it just comes to me. It comes to me. Okay. <laughs> God bless you. Okay, you guys, this is going to be an amazing event. Oh, yes, it is. And oh. so, And so growing up, with my amazing mother, you know, keeping me sheltered. I also had an amazing relationship with my father and his family. And, and their side was the glitz and the glam and the pretty, right? That's and good. when I went over there, I was like, 
I feel right at home. I knew that this existed. I just couldn't really, you know, I couldn't put a, a, a picture to it because what we were being taught at the time, right? And with those two combining, then there was Micheline Monique, okay? And around 19, when I had my son, single mother, had another son at 24, single mother still, um, raised them by myself, doing the best that I can, just picking up every little bit of whatever I could. So my mother was so amazing, right? My mother became disabled when I was six years old and my, my mother was 700 pounds, wow. right? She was 700 pounds, but this lady had dignity. She had pride. She had everything that a respectable woman would have. She didn't allow her situation to make her feel bad, but more importantly, she loved on her kids. And so I would just sit back in awe at my mother and I was, and I said, I just, if mama could do this and she's disabled, she's 700 pounds. She lives on CHA. She, everything that the stereotype would say is bad. She conquered. I said, oh my God, I'm going to be an amazing mother. You are. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you are. And, you and already are. Thank you. Wow. What a mother's love will do. The example of your own mother and you growing up through it. Um, took it in, you you embraced it all. You, you were infused with her ability, her strength, her courage, her passion for life and her love for her children. And because you did that, you become that only a hundredfold more, enabling you to raise your own children and come now with this great passion, this great story, this great outreach for other people. Just very briefly, that's just what's happened with my own daughter. You never know. You never know what our children are taking in and watching, but they don't miss anything. And your mother is so proud and so blessed by you. I'm, I can feel her energy because I know how she feels. Is, um, I was going to ask you, was she a, uh, I'm thinking she was a praying mother. Did she pray a lot for you? She did. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. But she didn't do it in the traditional read the scripture. No. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. She yeah, she 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 taught us, she taught us um the 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 daily prayer. What is it? I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. Say it again. Our father. Yeah, she used to make us get on our knees every night as little children. Yeah. Go to bed every night. Every night. Wow. And and when we got older, when I would go through something, I mean, she didn't even try to figure out a reason. She just said everything happens for a reason, Missy. Everything yeah. happens for a reason, Missy. Wow. And you know, the, the other beauty about that, and it is scripture, but there's a scripture that says God doesn't dwell in temples. He dwells here because yeah. he created us. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so beautiful. We, we, we need to transition here soon, but here's what I want to do, because this is what this is what touched me. I shared it earlier, and I just want to share this. This is what uh, Missy shares. There's no real way to strengthen the mind if we do not first heal the hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your quote? Yes, it is. That, that is so powerful. It is. So powerful. 
heart. The heart is the seat of motivation. It is. It is. Wow. The seat of love, and love is the greatest power in the universe. You need to sit down. <laughs> love is love is the greatest. It love is the greatest. There's no other way but love. There, there's no other way but but love. And I, I just, I figured out my superpower. Yes. And I, and I use it. You do. And I take it, I take it serious. Um. No, no, no heart left behind. No exactly. heart left behind. No heart left behind. No heart left behind. No, no heart left behind. <laughs> your love is your power. No heart left behind. There you go. Yes. Really powerful. I'm excited to meet you in person yes. in Philadelphia, October seventh. Okay. Have it this weekend. Can we? Can we just bring it forward? <laughs> oh my goodness, we could. We could. Uh, we still got some. We still got some things. I got some work to do, Mandy. I got lots of work to do. But I love doing it. I let am. me tell you guys this this real fast before um, yes. we we change. Um, before I met you guys, I've always been praying for divine connections. And it, and it's when you know your purpose for those people that are watching, it just feels right. You don't have to know anything else, but it feels right. So, 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 so for people that don't know what the voice is or how you find a voice and you're looking for a particular voice, find the peace. It is truly the peace. Find the peace. Find the peace. Find the peace. And so I said that to say the name of your event is called the Rocky Experience. The Rocky Experience was was written for me because that is my son, Messiah. It was my favorite movie, first of all. Rocky is my favorite fighter movie, my favorite love story, my favorite humanitarian. He is oh. everything to me. So much so. Wow. That as a single mom, I had to try to find things to occupy my child. Messiah never watched TV. One mm. day I put on Rocky, he captivated my kid, oh right? My I God. thought he was going to be a boxer when I come. When he turned when he turned two years old, I gave my baby a Rocky party. Oh, I sweet. made my living room like a, a, a boxing ring. A boxing ring. I, I had the microphone coming out of the ceiling. He had on his little outfit. It was it was amazing. I hope so you know. Well, hope we got some news. Can I announce this news? Can I announce the news that we, we talked about? Is he coming? Is he coming? Well, no. The, the news is, um, can we <laughs> announce this, Missy? Yeah, what is the news? About, about what you're doing for the Rocky Steps? Yes. Yes. So I was going to wait, but I can't wait. Dana, Dana knows. So Missy is sponsoring the Rocky Experience. So she is going to be the special sponsor, the first one in the history of our events. We brought in a sponsor. You are the very first. Are you one. serious? I am serious. How awesome is that? That's amazing. Oh. Wow. Hey, oh my, you guys are about to make me cry. Do you know that I learned a long time? I, I, I learned that you don't always have to be the best to do it. You just need to be the first. The first. And, and you, are the very you, guys, first. you guys don't know what this means. Well, we're going to find out. But 
We're up against the clock and I need to jump in because I, we need to land this plane. Okay. Uh, I want to get Dave back on because he's been in the green room and I just want to give him an opportunity to share what he heard here from you so we can just see what he's feeling. So let's bring Dave back on. There he is, Dave. Hey, uh, wow. Uh, you know, it's all about heart and love. Uh, you know, like I said, my podcast is Peace, Love and Bring a Bat. But one of the things I always talk about is how you have to center yourself with heart. So the thing that many, many people don't realize is the word earth and heart are the same letters, just rearranged differently. Think mm -hmm. about it. And I always say there's an R in your heart. One of the things that I talk about is about rise, resilience, remember, all those things. Once you bring back to your heart all those things, love comes running right in. Yes. Yeah, so I can't wait to, to meet you, run up those stairs with you, and really get to know you a lot better than what we've met today. Oh, wow. It all happens on this show because of loving, beautiful human beings that are here to serve and put others ahead of them to help them. It always happens here, these breakthroughs, these connections, and I hope I can both connect with both of you after the show. I would love to. Son, I told you this show was going to be awesome. I knew yeah. it would be, and it, it hasn't disappointed. I knew there was going to be magic here today. It's the and energy. if you're listening, yeah. you know, you might – you might be somebody where this has really fired you up and sparked you, but you also might be somebody who's like, well, that's for them. And if that's you, this is for you too. There's gold inside of every person, but depending on what you've been through, we may just have to mine a little bit more. We may have to dig a little bit more, but we can't dig if you don't show up, Like you got to show up. Just, just get, get, just step out beyond that comfort zone just a little bit if you showed up for this show, chances are you can show up for, we have a community call tonight, our act call. You might want to connect with Dave's podcast. You might want to connect with Missy's podcast, The Silent Fight. Mandy May has got stuff going on. So we got five minutes left. Mandy, how do you want to bring this to a close? I, w I just want to celebrate both all of us. I want to celebrate all of us on this platform. I want to celebrate Austin for bringing this platform to the world and all the right people that we are attracting to this platform. Again, it's about love. It's about peace, resilience. It's about shining the light so that other people can shine theirs. And when we do that, when we shine our light so powerfully that others can then shine ours, then that is the greatest reward in my world, to sit back and, and say, look at that person shining. Goosebumps, head to toe. I already love so you. I already love you. I love you all. I love you. I even, I've never met you in person. I met Dave in person. I, but I haven't met Mandy in person, and I haven't met Missy in person. But there's going to be a lot of hugging going on. Uh, and I do want to get this out real quick, another little quick commercial. I'm going to be on Philadelphia Radio for the very first time in my career, if you want to call it that. But that's today between six and seven. It's called Liberty Bell Smack. Thanks to Dr. Andrea Adams Miller, my publicist. The red carpet experience. You're going to meet her too. Well, you know her, Missy. You know she is amazing. Yes. She is truly, she is truly the reason for this connection. That's true. Yes. She connected you with Dana, and yes. then Dana did yes. make sure that you and I connected for the show. So let's let's ring the bell for Dr. Andrea Adams Miller there. And I know, I'm not sure if she's on the show or not, but I know I'll be talking to her later. So that's awesome.
Beautiful. Ah, we got four so minutes left. About, um, about the um, the sh the event October. Oh. Well, you know what? Yes, I want to do that, but but how? I want to make sure people know how to connect with Missy too. So, yes. Missy, how should somebody connect with you? All on all social media platforms, the Silent Fight. You'll see the, the purple Silent list. Fight. Okay. Yes. yes. So we want to get the. I'll get that up here now. The, the silent, silent Fight, and they can just like Google search that. Yes. Yeah. The, if you go to Google, look at the Silent Fight podcast. I'll okay. pop right up. I actually put it in the search engine on the top of Facebook and found you immediately. Yeah. Good. Just good. typing it in now. So, so we have the tonight at 6.45. I have the pleasure of taking that tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's Austin, right, Andy. Yes. Yes. Austin has this interview on this show, on a radio show tonight on in Philadelphia, did you say? Yes, it's in Phil. I'll be I'll be doing Zoom, but it's uh, in Philadelphia. It's on ninety seven five HD two. It's on WWDB, which I can't remember the numbers, but it's an AM station, and I did post it. Um, yeah. So there's Monique's contact information, and, and I also want to go ahead, sorry, maybe in case anyone's wondering what the call is, it's a, an accountability community with coaching that leads to transformation. This is a private community. Get in touch with us. Austin, this is where we can be vulnerable. We can celebrate our wins. We can support each other through our struggles. It's an incredible platform. Chatwithaustin.com. Yes, and what, what we can do is uh, Dave is already – we have uh, two of those calls biweekly. We have one tonight. It's called Act Two. If you uh, uh, – Missy, you're invited. Dave, you're invited. And that's tonight at 645. Mandy's going to kick that off as well as Duchess DJ Love. She's going to help us kick that off tonight. She's and my I'm, mother, yes. And I'm going to join right after the radio program. So okay. you're welcome to join to see how we do this. Love it's you, an incredible, you, I already know you, you're going to love it. Um, and that's all I have. We're at 3.59 p.m. Eastern Standard. I'm just going to give a, Mandy, how do you want to close? A final word? Let's do it. We got, it has to be quick though. Gratitude to everyone, especially the viewers. If you're thinking and struggling and not sure, I'm in, I'm encouraging you, step into your power, step into your courage, step into this community. There is hope, there is light in the darkness and each and every one of us here are here to help you through to that point. Do not ever give up, keep showing up. I'm gonna leave you with this, here we go. We'll see you next week, everyone. Also, Power Pure Presence this Sunday at 10 a.m. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you, everyone.